You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Good afternoon. Welcome in once again. Jimmy B and TC on the air with you here on a Tuesday. It's a Hawkeye Huddle Tuesday as Dave Creighton Jr. and Brett Ridge will be by in the 5 o'clock hour. We will talk with them. Everything going on with the Hawkeyes as we take a look forward to the final eight weeks of the regular season. Final two months after the bye week. Gophers on tap this weekend. And we will get into that and a whole lot more in the 5 o'clock hour. Tom Caker from HawkeyeReport.com. He will stop by as he normally does coming up at about 535. Before that, though, plenty to get into here this afternoon. We will kick things off at about 420 today with Cyclone Talk. Yes, Cyclone fans, we have you covered, too. Coming up this afternoon is our friend Alex Halstead from 24-7 SportsCycloneAlert.com. He will be by as Iowa State looks to find a victory and certainly likes to looks to get more out of the quarterback position this week after what happened a week ago at TCU. Alex Halstead to begin things at 420, then at 440. It's time to go fanboy. The Chicago Bears are in first place again for the second consecutive week. Alone in the NFC North, we will talk Bears football with Jeff Hughes from Bears blog. He'll be stopping by at about 4.40 this afternoon. Plenty to get into with him. A bye week for the Bears, but one final look back at the ridiculous six touchdown passes from Mitchell Trubisky, the big halftime lead, and is it time to start to believe? Now, as you guys know, I am a fan, first and foremost. Like, I got into this business because I like talking sports. I enjoy conversing about it. I love doing play-by-play, all the other things that check the boxes. But more than anything, like you, I'm a fan. I grew up a fan of the Chicago Bears in kindergarten, 1985. Makes a lot of sense that I jumped on the bandwagon and I became a Chicago Bears fan. There has been plenty of heartbreak in the 33 years since then. It hasn't been exactly the easiest bandwagon to be upon the whole time, but here I am. I've seen a lot of bad quarterback play. I'd like to bring up some of the awfulness that has been quarterbacks over those 33 years and since Jim McMahon moved on, went to Harbaugh and Tom Zach and Peter Tom Willis, who I thought was going to be good, and Moses Marino and Henry Burris and uh, Cade McDown, and we can go on and on and on down this train of awful quarterback play. I have not been completely in on Mitchell Trubisky. I'm still not there yet. But six down, six touchdown passes against anybody has to get your attention. And I'm starting to get excited. It makes me a little bit nervous. We'll talk plenty of Bears later on this hour. Speaking of the NFL, how about last night? And 1700's team, the Kansas City Chiefs, boy, did they get rolling in a big, big way last night. I told you yesterday. I really believe that Denver was the right side. No, I didn't think they were maybe going to win the game outright, but I certainly didn't like them getting the points in. For three and a half quarters, I felt pretty good. Patrick Mahomes wasn't great early. Pressure was getting to him. You saw him throwing some sloppy throws. Footwork was a little bit off. It wasn't certainly the guy we saw over the first three weeks. But then with the game on the line, he came up big. And to do that in that environment, the Denver Broncos are not a great team. They might not even be an average team. 
But that environment is always outstanding. For a Monday night football game, a divisional game, to do what he did late in the football game. And I know a lot of the attention is going to the left-handed pass. And that in itself was ridiculous. For a guy to have just the presence to go there, understand with the angle he was running at, with Von Miller bearing down on him, one of the best defensive players in the league, that happening, decide, you know what, I'm just going to switch hands here and toss it out there left hand. Incredible in its own right. But in the continued pressure, he takes a shot, got a free play, threw it up to Travis Kelsey, kept coming back. The kid's incredible. I wasn't a believer in Patrick Mahomes. I didn't know how he would translate to this level. Boy, have I been dead wrong. This guy has checked off every box. And not just what you're seeing this season, even going back to last year when he got to start in Week 17 against Denver. But you couple it with the way that he leads. And it's incredibly difficult to measure that. Having a locker room, having guys invested in you. But when you watch that football team, you see that. You see a team that is invested in their quarterback, that believes that they have the right guy. It doesn't happen all the time. He goes for over 300 yards. He throws a touchdown, ran for another earlier in the game. Patrick Mahomes is the real deal. Not telling you anything you don't know here. Chiefs fans, you have a quarterback. I was talking about the awful quarterback play of my team throughout the years. You've had some good ones. Alex Smith, a good quarterback. Had Joe Montana going back 25 years for a couple of years. Now it was a diminished Joe Montana. Still had that guy. Elvis Gerbach, okay. But this is next level. And look around the NFL as a whole. Now coming off of Thursday night and what we saw from Jared Goff. Just a ridiculous performance. And it was a conversation we had not too long ago. What's next at the quarterback position? Because it looked like it was drawing, drying up. And suddenly we have Goff. We have Mahomes. You go to Philadelphia, Carson Wentz, and on and on and on. Excitement with some of the young quarterbacks. Got Baker Mayfield out there making plays. Maybe Mitchell Trubisky will be a part of that. At least I'm hopeful. You go through and you look at the quarterback position, and suddenly it's a completely different conversation than Brady's getting old, Roethlisberger's on his way to retirement, Phillip Rivers can't play forever, neither can Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers certainly on the backside of his career, and now we still have all those guys, and you couple it with the young talent, the NFL's in good shape. I brought up yesterday, we didn't see nearly as many flags as it pertains to the personal fouls on quarterbacks. The hits, landing on them too hard, etc., etc. Well, the reason more than anything for this is very simple. This is the investment in the league. This is what you want to see. We want to see Patrick Mahomes out there. You want to see Aaron Rodgers, even a limited capacity, compared to whatever else they're going to throw out there. We want to see the stars. We want to see Tom Brady. We want to see the young guys. You want to see Sam Darnold. But in order to do that in a contact sport like football, you have to keep those guys upright. Did they go too far? Absolutely. Not a doubt. But there's a reason behind their madness. It's not just as simple as this guy, we, we just have to protect them because. No, there is a reason. It's money. It's ratings. Follow the check. 
Simple. That's what this is about. That's what the reason we saw so many flags. I think defensive players are understanding better. And I think they will continue to lean back on the reins a little bit and give at least a little bit more flexibility to these defensive players. But most important to them is the bottom line. The owners, those 32 guys with the big checkbooks, they're protecting their investment. And the biggest investment on nearly every team is a quarterback position. What a game last night. The Chiefs are now 4-0. We talked so much about Kansas City before the year. We mentioned with Mitch Holtis in our daily conversations throughout the month of August just about that schedule at the beginning and how tough it was for Kansas City. Well, they've come out there with flying cowards. And don't look now, but they have three road games already underneath. 3-0 on the road, just one game at Arrowhead. That was the win against the 49ers. And now on the back half of things, the schedule certainly changing. This week against Jacksonville will be tough. They go to the Patriots after that. And that Week 7 game that we thought maybe was going to be pretty easy, Cincinnati, looks more difficult. But then from there, the Broncos at home, well, they did it on the road. You certainly feel they're going to be in good shape in Arrowhead. At Cleveland, maybe more difficult than expected, still a very winnable game. Cardinals at home. The Rams game, the Monday night game, that'll be down in Mexico City. At the Raiders, winnable. Ravens at home. Chargers at home. At Seahawks. And the Raiders at home to finish it up. This team is on their way to certainly a double-digit win season and a lot more than that. And a year where, though they bounced back last week, the Patriots maybe are showing some cracks. And instead of 13-3 and for New England, they're more 10-6, and 11-5. and They'll be good enough, certainly, to win the East, but not good enough for home field. With Tennessee and Jacksonville and Indianapolis and Houston all beating themselves up in the AFC South, same thing in the AFC North with the Ravens and Bengals and Browns and Steelers, you're talking about home field advantage. You're talking about a team where everybody's have to, go in to, have to come to Kansas City to Arrowhead. The one caveat I put there is the head man, Andy Reid. Andy Reid is a great regular season coach. Andy Reid is maybe as good as you're going to find. But in tight games, well, there's a reason people continue to joke about Andy Reid because there's justification behind it. The decisions he makes in close games are head-scratching. And that's what playoff football is. So be excited, but also remember, the playoff record isn't great. Think of those NFC Championship game losses for the Eagles when he was the head coach there. Think of Kansas City a year ago, what happened against Tennessee. Think of the limits that we've seen from the team. Maybe those parameters are gone. Patrick Mahomes has just burst through it and you don't have to worry about it. But with that defense and with Andy Reid come playoff time, still got to be at least a little bit concerned. We'll pump the brakes here for today. More NFL talk later this hour. We'll talk Bears with Jeff Hughes, as mentioned. One other thing I wanted to get into uh, here in segment number one. We're going to be talking Cyclones coming up with Alex Halstead. But of Iowa State, I've been very surprised on the hardwood. Basketball has started. Practices are going on in college hoops. And a guy that I really respect his opinion, he's a guy from Barstool Sports. And that's a problem. I'm not a barstool sports fan. I'm not a stoolie. 
I don't like the misogynist nature of what they do, but their college basketball guy, Reeks. Guy's outstanding. Really does a good job in college hoops. And maybe I'll get him on sometime, some of the barstool stuff aside. But he went through and he ranked every single team in college basketball. 353 of them this year with a new addition. 352 teams he went through and figured out how they would rank one through 353. Now, the reason I bring this up is not because of Drake. He has Drake 171. New coach Darren DeVries, I think he's going to bring excitement there, and I think they're going to be better than a lot of people anticipate with Brady Ellingson, Nick Norton, the transfer from UA to B. I think Drake is certainly going to be a lot better than, than what we've seen in the past, and Maybe a chance to step up. Not because he has you and I 142. At 142 for the Panthers this year. Or that he has the Hawkeyes at 91. Check that. Hawkeyes at 81. That would be outside of the NCAA tournament. The reason I bring this up is because of where he ranks Iowa State. I'm a college basketball junkie. It's my favorite sport. Maybe I talk about it a little bit too much even when we're in the midst of football season. Guilty. I love this Iowa State basketball roster. I think this is a team that has a chance to be certainly in the top three or four of the Big 12 this year, a lock NCAA tournament team, and I think they have a great shot of making a run to a Sweet 16. I think this roster is excellent. All over the place, the talent that they have, Shayok eligible, Jacobson eligible, Jacobson with the jump shot, making threes, certainly going to see that too. I love this roster, what they have. And this is the first time this year I have seen Iowa State part of a top 25. Number 23 for eggs over a baller stool. So a tip of the ball cap for him. For the first time, I've seen someone that has a similar thought process to me with the Cyclones. I like this Iowa State team. We're going to be talking Cyclones next. Alex Halstead's going to join us. We'll get into some Cyclone talk. Plenty of football. What Matt Campbell had to say at the press conference and a whole lot more. Coming up next, taking you up until 6 o'clock, the Hawkeye huddle today from 5 until 6. We're talking Cyclones next on 1700 KBGG. The Kansas City Chiefs play here. 1700 KBGG. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. We replaced our porch light with a Maximus security light. Maximus gives us instant notifications on our smartphone when someone's at our door. Even talk live with them from anywhere, anytime. Maximus was easy to install and keeps our family safe. Get your own Maximus security light at Costco. Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100th Street in Urbandale and online at championsrecoveryroom.com. 
Touchdown! Don't miss out on tailgates and touchdowns because your cars broke down. Instead, call an Audible by calling Absolute Auto Repair, where we offer free loaner cars while yours is in the shop. At Absolute Auto Repair in Irvingdale, we get that when your car breaks down, your life is interrupted. That's why we offer loaner cars to keep your busy life moving. Absolute Auto Repair in Irvingdale on Hickman Road near Cobblestone Theater. Google Absolute Auto Repair Irvingdale. Absolute Auto Repair is a proud supporter of high school football. Touchdown, Absolute Auto Repair. It's not too late to rent the Heritage Carousel for your late summer or fall outing. This is a -a one-of-a-kind venue that will keep your guests talking long after the party ends. We've hosted everything from birthday parties to rehearsal dinners. The Heritage Carousel is owned and operated by the Des Moines Carousel Foundation and is a not-for-profit organization. If you would like to have your next event at the Heritage Carousel, go to heritagecarousel.org for more information on renting the carousel. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Build your business. At Sinorama of Urbandale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Urbandale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia-urbandale. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. 
time for your daily dose of Cyclone coverage on 1700 KBGG. Trey back with you on a Tuesday. Time to talk Iowa State Cyclones with Alex Halstead, 24-7 Sports. It's CycloneAlert.com. Alex, good afternoon to you. How are things up in Ames? Doing good. It's starting to feel like, like fall here, and um, Iowa State goes back on the road. I think it's supposed to be kind of rainy and and cloudy uh, and cold down in Stillwater even this weekend. So um, they go back on the road and uh, try to find their first Big 12 win of the season. Well, it is Oklahoma State on tap. Before we get into an outlook, there's uh, some scheduling news for the future all the way forward in 2027 through 2029. Bowling Green and Tulane, the two new opponents that will be on the schedule Home-and-home home scheduled with both of them, starting in 2026 with Bowling Green back-to-back years, and then Tulane after that. You looking forward to that trip in 2029 to New Orleans? Yeah, I was actually thinking through all this uh, earlier today, just the craziness of how far out these college football teams schedule. And you even think of 2026 when uh, they're scheduling that first game against uh, Bowling Green and Ames. Uh, that would be year 11 for Matt Campbell, and he'd be <laughs> 46 years old. So it's crazy to think that that far ahead, but uh, I know I know that they've got to get these contracts in place, and uh, the other part of it is a lot could change when these television contracts come up, I think around 2024, so who knows Who knows about these games, but uh, I've seen some fans excited for a trip to New Orleans in 2029, so uh, at least they get a good trip out of it. Absolutely. That is a long ways down the road, and uh, well, hopefully, Alex, we're still talking cyclones here on the radio. Who knows what the media world is going to be by 2029, though. With that, let's get into the here and now. What we do know is it's Oklahoma State this week. And you know, going back to the loss to TCU over the weekend, I told you a week ago I was all in on Zeb Nolan. I thought he was the guy going forward. And then his performance, I know you did your, your grading of things after the game. You had the quarterback play as a D. What happened to Zeb Nolan against TCU? Well, like Matt Campbell said, that was really the, the most difficult defense he's played so far. You know, Iowa, Iowa had a really good defensive front, but they've kind of done what they've always done. Gary Patterson, defensive-minded-wise, he, he threw different schemes at him. He threw different blitzes at him. I think that was kind of the plan, was to try to confuse a guy making his fourth career start. And at times it showed, especially to begin the second half, they, they brought some different looks, they brought some blitzes, and that was the difference of the game was that fumble. You know, the, the defense gave up 10 points, and... When the defense gives up 10 points in a Big 12 game, especially against that kind of speed, you've got to be able to win those games. And Matt Campbell said that they even kind of went to that game where every game's a little bit different stylistically, but their, their feeling in that game was they wanted to kind of play a bend but don't break defense. They wanted to run the ball and kind of go from there and not make mistakes offensively. Well, they made the big mistake offensively that proved to be the difference maker. You know, that Zeb Nolan fumble that goes for 47-yard touchdown. It's uh, certainly a blueprint that makes a whole lot of sense. Oklahoma State, though, is going to play at a fast pace. The last couple of years, Iowa State has had opportunities to beat the Cowboys, have come up just short. What's it going to uh, take to beat this Cowboy team and, and maybe slow them down a little bit? Yeah, that's not Campbell about that today because the last couple of years they've kind of gotten to shootouts with them. In both games, you can make arguments they probably should have won both games, and they just they didn't make plays at the end. I think back at Oklahoma State, in 2016, they had a bad fumble. Uh, last year, they just didn't execute on some plays, especially uh, the, obviously the interception that you know some people think is not an interception, but the, the last play in the end zone. So they've had opportunities to beat Oklahoma State. But I asked Campbell about that today is that 
the thing Oklahoma State likes to do is they like to control the tempo and get you into those shootout games. And, you know, right now they're, you know, I think 14th in power five in possessions per game. They're about 14 possessions a game and 74 plays a game. They want to get up and down the field and, and control that and get you into that type of game. Iowa State doesn't prefer to get into those types of games, really. You know, they, they, they will, and they think they can compete in those games, as they showed last year. But they, would, they don't want to be in this game that's 14 possessions if they don't have to be. So um, that's, that's one thing that Campbell said. You gotta, you're always trying to dictate the pace. You're always trying to dictate the tempo. And he actually said that, you know, when you look at some of the games this year, they've done good at that at times. But the reason they've lost in these games is because they've kind of got out of that rhythm. Even when you look at TCU, Iowa State actually played in the tempo that they wanted to play in that game at times. But then that Zeb Nolan fumble and, that, and TCU taking it for a touchdown and taking a 14-7 lead forced them to kind of change how they, how they attacked TCU offensively. So that's, that's the thing is I think if you can at least slow down Justice Hill, um, they've still got really good playmakers. But it's not like they have Mason Rudolph and James Washington and Marshall Aitman. You know, they've got good players, but this this is a team that is a little bit different, it, but it starts with their running game, and, and you know they're going to give the ball to Justice Hill quite a bit. Alex, uh, a way to control certainly the tempo of the football game is to get that running game going. David Montgomery, the status remains uncertain for him. What's the latest? What did Matt Campbell have to say about his fine running back? And if Montgomery isn't able to go, who do you anticipate would get the most carries out of that number of backs behind him? Yeah, so Montgomery, the, the, the first part of it, they got some positive news at least Sunday. They did MRI, uh, did an MRI and, and took x-rays, and both of them came back with good results. You know, there's nothing really long-term damage-wise done. It sounds like it's basically an upper arm injury that's deep bruising um, and in the shoulder arm area, and it's just causing a lot of pain. Campbell actually revealed today for the first time that it's an injury that was kind of initiated on the first play of the season against South Dakota State, a game that didn't even end up counting. Um, he just tweaked it there, and I think it's just the more hits he's taken, it's gotten worse, and it kind of got to that point. The big thing that they got to deal with this week is, you know, you know Montgomery will probably be willing to play through the pain. Do you let him play through that pain and, and risk it getting worse or lingering on, or do you give him a week off, or do you lighten his load even? And I think that's something they've got to figure out this week. But um, Campbell said that they, they, they feel comfortable and there are other running backs. It doesn't sound like they think their game plan would change much, whether it's Montgomery or Crony. Obviously, Montgomery's very much the best one of the group. But I almost think Crony would be the next guy. You know, when you look at passing game, uh, Crony and Montgomery both have six catches. They really went to Crony as the, the pass catcher out of the backfield. I think him and Johnny Lane would probably be the, the first two just from the sounds of it because those are kind of the first two that come up when Campbell talks. Talking with Alex Halstead from CycloneAlert.com. Alex, another way to control tempo is to get the defense off the field. And as good as this defense has been, and it's been outstanding, third down defense has not been one of their strengths. Any outlook, the reason behind that? Well, yeah, when you look at their defense as a whole, they're number 31 nationally, giving up 333 yards a game, number 33 nationally, giving up 20 points a game. And then you look at the third down defense, the I think teams are converting about 42% of the time, and it's 115th nationally. Wow. So that's kind of the one area where defensively they have not been very good. You know, TCU went 11 of 20, but when you look at two big ones, you know, they were third and eight, um, and then they scored a touchdown off that. And they were third and six on their field goal drive to win the game, and they obviously gives up a 19-yard play. So, um, you know, teams are going to convert, but I've asked Greg Eisworth that today. You know, what is the biggest thing defensively? With third downs, he said. He said it's a little bit of everything. He said, you know, I, part of it is 
being a little bit better on first and second down so that they don't always have third and short. Because when teams have third and short or third and manageable, their percentages are obviously going to go up. You know, they don't put teams in a lot of third and long situations. And then the second one, he says, is sometimes just understanding the down and distance. You know, they had a lot of miscommunication on that third and eight that went for a touchdown. Um, it just you could just watch the replay and things did not go well from the start. They didn't get over and lined up properly, and then obviously the play went south from there. So some of it is like just situational, and some of it's maybe you know creating some negative plays earlier in series. Alex, uh, this team certainly needs a victory, and it feels like now after the loss and as difficult as it was to TCU, they got to find a way to get one of these next two. What do you think is the most more likely victory? West Virginia at home next week or Okie State on the road this week? I think Oklahoma State, um, this was one of the games I picked preseason for them to win. and It, it feels like the, a game that they can certainly win. Um, you know, I think stylistically, if they can control the tempo, like we talked about a little bit earlier here, it feels like a game that, that they can put themselves in a good position for because their defense is good enough to keep them in any game, I think. And, you know, Oklahoma State's going to get big plays. They're going to put up points. You might not hold them below 20 points like they have to 12 of their last 15 opponents dating back to the Akron game last year. But if your offense can do anything, it feels like the defense is good enough to keep them in that game and give the offense a chance to win it. So I would probably go this game. But it's interesting to think about because if they win this game, they're 2-3. and three. They come back home to face a top-10 team in West Virginia. Unless West Virginia gets upset by Kansas, they'll be top-10. That would be quite a, an electric atmosphere at 6 p.m., Fox Sports 1, um, a top-10 team in the country, probably the black uniforms is, is my guess. Mm-hmm. It at least gives you a shot to be competitive in the, even that game. So that, I think this week's really important because not only does it give you a win and kind of take some pressure off, it could really make for an interesting matchup next week against West Virginia. But if I had to pick one of them, I would probably go with this game this weekend. What uh, do we know about Julian Good-Jones puking all the time? Well, Matt Campbell was asked about that yesterday, and uh, Good Jones actually tweeted about it, too. It, it sounds like this, Matt Campbell's quote was that when he gets really tired, that's how it looks and feels. And so it sounds like it's not something that just happened Saturday. It sounds like it's something that happens in practice and maybe happens sometimes in games that we don't see, where basically it sounds like a side effect of him getting tired. So um, he would have he would have played. You know, when I was up there in the press box, and we were kind of straight, straight down in front of us, and they – they're getting ready to play, and they blow the whistle dead for an injury timeout. He didn't want to come out, but um, you have to come out for one play on an injury timeout. So he came out one play and was back in and uh, was back in for David Montgomery's touchdown run. He was. He was in there for the one-yard plunge as it tied it up at 14. Alas, not a victory for Iowa State. And one final thing, speaking of the offensive line and good Jones, a competition continues over at the left guard spot. What are you seeing with Colin Olson, who started the last couple of games, and battling Josh Mueller for that spot? Yeah, kind of crazy because, you know, when we were coming out of the first week of the season and asking questions about that line, we were hearing how happy they were with Josh Mueller and Josh Kniffle. And it's not that Mueller hasn't played well. Um, he didn't play against Akron because he got hurt in practice that week and wasn't available to play versus Akron. And so Colin Olson stepped in a spot start. Well, he played well enough against Akron that they said, okay, let's go with the same line for the first time this year, playing him again. Uh, played him again this week. Campbell said he graded out in their, I think, what they call their Champions Club, so their best graders. And so I would, I would think he's going to keep that spot for now going into another week. And um, it's not even necessarily anything that Josh Mueller did wrong as much as he got hurt and Colin Olsen's been really good. A junior that used to be a defensive lineman from Iowa State, a walk-on um, from the state of Iowa, and 
you know, it's, it, it's a kind of a crazy story. We'll talk to Colin Olson tomorrow, um, but it'd be interesting to kind of hear how that transition's gone. But um, they're really happy with him so far, and their offensive line did look a lot better than TCU. Alex, one final thing. I was uh, running across some college basketball notes, and I saw Bobby Reagan over at Barstool Sports. He came out not just with his top 125. He ranked everybody, one through 353. But for the first time, I saw Iowa State in the top 25. I've told you throughout this uh, past year, I believe Iowa State's going to be a top 25 team in hoops this year. Are you surprised we haven't seen more love for the Cyclones outside of, of this uh, latest one through 153? It's kind of is an interesting lead-up. Obviously, we'll have media day uh, next Thursday. They're a week into practice as of, I think, today. It doesn't seem like there's a lot of hype. And yeah. I think part of it's maybe the down year last year. I think part of it's just there's some unknowns. What I have heard is that Mario Shayok, I think people think is going to be really good. I think people within the program think he's going to surprise people with how good he is. And if he is on that level and Linda Wigginton takes another step, you know, I think they could be a really good team. But I, I think there's a lot of cautious optimism that maybe there's not – not as much hype even from fans because they really don't know what to expect. And there's a lot of unknowns in the Big 12, and then there's also the situation of what is this team going to look like. And they've got a lot of potential, but, you know, I think I tweeted this out yesterday. You look at Joe Lenardi's early bracketology from June. He doesn't have them in there. You know, you just don't have many people talking about them as one of the teams in the top half of the Big 12. Um, but they have the talent to do it if, if they figure out how all those pieces fit together. You got a chance uh, to coming up tomorrow to talk with Steve Prom. What's the biggest question that uh, is going to sit on your mind as you lay your pillow head on the pillow tonight? Well, I'm, I think I maybe already even asked him this, but I want to kind of ask him what the biggest challenge is facing both him and this team. You know what he thinks it is because my big question is how does it fit together when you when they have what he thinks is probably the deepest roster. You know, you got to one keep guys happy, but also figure out what the best lineups are. Are they better you know, playing big or are they better playing small? I think this is going to be one of maybe his toughest coaching jobs, since he, maybe the toughest coaching job since he got to Iowa State. You could argue last year because of the injuries and all that, but there weren't a lot of expectations last year. In terms of like figuring everything out, this might be the most difficult battle he's had because his first few years, you know, he knew the five or six that were going to play and, and they just played the style they were going to play. And this year I feel like he's got a lot of things that he's got to decide and, and figure out as this, Preseason goes, and as the non-conference season goes. That's Alex Halstead from 24-7 Sports at CycloneAlert.com. Great reference and a lot of good stuff brewing over there. With that, we are out of time today. Uh, We will talk next week. Thanks for your time, Alex. Yeah, thanks, Trent. Talk to you later. CycloneAlert.com. We get the timeout. Back with more in a moment. We're talking Bears next. Chicago Bears football from the Bears blog. It's Jeff Hughes. He joins us on Jimmy B and TC. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with a print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. 
Well, for tonight, a few isolated showers possible. Temperatures steady or rising in the mid to upper 60s. Then Wednesday, partly sunny, windy, much warmer, a high of 84. A cold front comes through Wednesday night with a slight chance of thunderstorms and temperatures cooling down to 58 by Thursday. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards. This report sponsored by Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Rocket Mortgage is simple so you can understand the details and be sure you're getting the right mortgage. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. Visit rocketmortgage.com today. Licensed in all 50 states, equal housing lender, NMLS number 3030. Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100 Street in Urbandale and online at championsrecoveryroom.com. A garage door is the largest moving part in your entire house. So it's important to keep it working smoothly, especially as winter approaches. At Advanced Door Systems, we service all garage door brands, even if you do not purchase the door from us. Visit our website, ads-doors.com. That's ads-doors.com to learn more about us and the garage door and opener services we offer. Advanced Door Systems. The right door, the right way. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charterhouse Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Tops, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at therookiesportscards.com. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. 
Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Trek Adam back with you, continuing on. 5 o'clock, the Hawkeye Huddle will take the airwaves. Dave Creighton Jr. and Brett Ridge, along with myself, will be talking Hawkeyes for an hour from 5 until 6 o'clock. Right now, it's time to turn our attention over to the NFL. We talked a lot in segment number one about Monday Night Football last night and the team to our south in Kansas City. Let's look east to Chicago, where the Chicago Bears are 3-1, and one, alone in first place in the NFC North. And joining us right now from DeBear's blog, it's Jeff Hughes. Jeff, sounds good, those first-place Chicago Bears. It sure does. It sure does. And I think what's been so refreshing about it is how they've done it. Uh, they have looked every bit like the best defense in the league, and their offense is now starting to grow into a real professional NFL offense. And if you combine a, even a competent offense with this defense, they're going to win a lot of games. Certainly looked a lot more than competent in the first half of the game against Tampa over the weekend. Going out there, ends the game, six touchdown passes from Mitchell Trubisky. It's kind of what many people expected. Now, the six touchdowns aside, that's ridiculous, but is it Mitchell Trubisky taking a step forward? Is it a bad opponent? How much do you read what you saw on the field on Sunday? I I thought Mitchell Trubisky was sensational, and tape study has shown that he was even better than I thought he was. He, he, he made every single throw on the field, running to his left, running to his right, in traffic. His accuracy was where we expected his accuracy to be. And, and one of the things I sort of warned people about when they were criticizing Mitch over the first three games was he's not an inaccurate thrower of the ball. He was not that at North Carolina. He's never been that in his pro career. He was, I think, playing a little nervous and a little tentative because he was overwhelmed by all that he was trying to process out there. And I believe Matt Nagy last week scaled things back for him, gave him less to think about, and gave him more of an opportunity to just go out there, feel the game, and play football. And you saw what he's capable of when he's running around at will, when he's tossing the ball 40 yards down the field. The kid is a special talent. And, yes, we all know what Mahomes is doing. We know what Deshaun Watson did in a short burst last year, but this kid doesn't have anywhere near the experience of those two guys in college. Nowhere near it. So we have to give him time to grow into the NFL, and I think yesterday, oh, Sunday, was his first really massive step towards being an NFL star. We've seen him this season, early in games, be very effective, and then as the game went on, struggle. Now, again, because of the big lead, they didn't have to worry as much in the second half, obviously, holding on to that lead. But is that still a concern? He looks really good with the scripted plays, and once you get past that, there's still some growing pains that might be there with Trubisky? I think you're going to see that all year long from him. I think when he's comfortable in what's being called, when he's, when he's, when he's on the field and he knows this play is designed to do this, this ball is designed to go here, this throw should end up in this guy's hands, 
he's got all the physical ability to do that. But what's, what Mitch's big test this year is going to be is when things around him go off the script. And that might mean a free blitzer off the left side. That might mean a, a receiver who doesn't run the right route. He has to learn all of the, uh, of the uh, what would the word be, the trappings of being an NFL quarterback. And he didn't really get any help last year from the coaching staff in that regard. Last year the coaching staff said, hand it off, hand it off, and if there's nothing there on third down, throw it into the stands. This, this coaching staff is asking him to do a whole lot more than that. And you're seeing him naturally progress through a system. You know, a lot was made in the offseason, improving the offense, helping Trubisky out, bringing in some talented guys on the outside. Allen Robinson, obviously the big free agent acquisition. Trey Burton at the tight end position coming over from Philadelphia. I'll be honest, Taylor, Taylor Gabriel didn't do a whole lot for me. All right, here's just another guy that's going to go in there and probably not do a whole lot. He had a coming out party this is a guy I know that Nagy and company are excited about. Tell us what you've seen out of Taylor Gabriel. I'll tell you what Taylor Gabriel is in this offense. And I'm not comparing his ability level or his speed to this player. But he is Tyreek Hill in the Bears offense. A lot of people have said Tariq Cohen is in that role. But if you watch the way they use Cohen, Cohen is a tailback in this system. Yes, they put him outside here and there. But the way they use him is as a sort of standard running back. Gabriel is getting the end arounds. Gabriel is getting the quick shots outside. Gabriel is getting the ball down around the goal line on a quick out. They're asking him to do, as the speed guy, a lot of what Andy Reid asked Tyreek Hill to do. Now, he's never going to be able to, to pull off all that Tyreek Hill does because he's not Tyreek Hill. But this team has been saying to anybody who will listen since the day they signed Taylor Gabriel that they were going to get more out of him than he'd shown in his NFL career to, the, to that point. And they really are. He, he's right now looks like their most dynamic weapon. That he does, and they got a lot of them. We saw a little bit out of Cohen. He caught a cut touchdown pass. That They're using all these different weapons in different ways. Still, the running game hasn't been exactly unearthed. Jordan Howard, look at the numbers, hasn't been great. Run blocking, not outstanding when you look at pro football focus and some other metrics that are out there. Does the running game, it certainly has room to grow, do you expect to see that as the season goes on? I don't know. Trent, I, I, would, I would love to say that I think Jordan Howard's going to get on track here and be a 20-25 to 25 carry a game guy and be able to carry this offense. I don't think the Bears have any interest in that kind of offense. Uh, Jordan Howard was an afterthought in a game where the Bears scored 48 points. If you told me that in August, I would have laughed you out of a room. The, the idea that he was essentially just eating up clock late in a game, and that his primary value to Matt Nagy, I don't know at this point. I believe they want to run uh, the kind of speed outside run game that they've been running. That, that involves Gabriel. That involves Cohen. Cohen was the primary back Sunday against Tampa. There was no question about that. So do I think they're going to get a, a, a solid, uh, consistent running game going? Well, if you followed Andy Reid's career mm-hmm. and – you, you pretty much know the answer to that. It's not their focus. They'll take a good run game. They'll run it when they have to. But this is going to be a passing offense, and that's why Trubisky's development is so important. Well, we talked a lot about the offense here as we're talking with Jeff Hughes from DeBear's blog. Jeff, let's go over to the defense. It's been outstanding. Khalil Mack has been everything anticipated and more. 
to this point. Strip sacks and seemingly every single game. He's forcing fumble. He's getting the quarterback. He's doing exactly what you want. What still concerns you, short of injury, what concerns you about this Bears defense going forward? Not a single thing. Uh, this is the best defense in the NFL. I, with all due respect to the Jacksonville Jaguars, to the, to the uh, L.A., I almost called them the St. Louis Rams, the L.A. Rams, uh, this defense was a top-ten defense a year ago, and they added the best defensive player in the league to that defense. What makes them great is not that they're great against the run. They are. Not that they're great against the pass. They are. But they do the three things the elite, and I'm talking the all-time defenses do. They hit the quarterback, they turn it over, and they score. And, and this reminds me a little bit of the 06 defense, except the 06 defense, with all due respect to Brian Urlacher, did not have a disruptive star like Khalil Mack. And I have not seen in my lifetime a Bears defender due to games, due to the opposing game plans, what Khalil Mack does. Injuries are going to come. They're going to get injured on the defense. But they're deep in the secondary now. They're deep at linebacker. They can't lose Mack, but they are deep uh, even on the defensive line now. They have done, and, and, and one man who should get credit for this is John Fox. John Fox and Ryan Pace built a spectacular defense. And Pace put the cherry on top this year by putting Mack on the outside. And I'm telling you, this defense by the end of the year is going to set records. I tweeted earlier in the week, they had eight interceptions all of 2017. They've got eight through four games this year. And that, a lot of that is not them catching the ball. A lot of that is they have to release it so fast because Mack is in the backfield in two seconds on, on seemingly every play. Uh, they are the most, you could say the Chiefs offense and the Bears defense are probably the two most impressive units in the, in the sport this year. Well, and speaking of catching the football, if Fuller would have caught a football against the Packers, we'd be talking about a 4-0 Bears team. That aside, the bye week is in front of us, and then after that, it will be a long 12-week sojourn for the Bears going forward. Certainly don't like to see this bye week this early when the team seems relatively healthy and everything goes forward from there. Where are your expectations now going forward? Where do you look at this team over the final 12? Well, I look at the next four first, and I see a road trip to Miami, not a great Miami team, a home game against New England, and I think the Bears are going to be very hard to beat at home. New England, they're not. Then they have the Jets and Sam Darnold and the Bills and Josh Allen. I know it's starting to sound crazy to say these things, but the expectation for this team right now is they should get to the halfway point at no worse, no worse than 5-3, and three, more likely 7-2, and two, and it's not out of the realm of possibility that they're going to be closer to 8-1. and one. They're not going to be an underdog or a significant underdog to New England at home. They're just not. Not this New England team. So this team has a chance to get to the halfway point and be a serious, not only relevant in the division, but a contender for the NFC. Then they've got a rash of division games of their final eight fiver division games. So it'll all get decided in the division down the stretch, but if you're a Bears fan right now and you're trying to curb your enthusiasm, That's you're me. trying to temper expectations, <laughs> yep. all I can tell you is you're about three weeks away from not being able to do that anymore. Because you're going to start looking up at the standings this week and being like, well, we're still there. And if we're still there, at some point, expectations are going to change. And I, and I think in Chicago right now, that game on Sunday 
changed a lot of people's expectations. They're not going to do that on offense every week. That would be nuts. Mm-hmm. But the idea that they can do it, the idea that the quarterback is capable of it, simply made everybody believe that they've got the right people in place to change the fortunes of this franchise. And I, I'm starting to think this season might be a lot more exciting than we ever we ever expected. It'll be a good one, no doubt. Out of time for today, Jeff. Thanks, as always, for your time. Thank you, Trent. Jeff Hughes, DeBears blog. Find him on Twitter right there, at DeBears blog, and DeBearsBlog.com is the website. Always fun talking with Jeff. And for the first time in our conversations, actually have a relevant Bears team to talk about. Hard to believe. Here we are. The bye week for the Bears. Chicago fans in general might be turning their attention completely to the Bears. Cubs wild card game tonight. We will get into that a little bit with the Hawkeye huddle. Dave Creighton Jr., Brett Ridge, they're up next for the next hour. Hawkeye Talk on 1700 KBGG. High school football each and every Friday night right here on your home for high school sports. 1700 KBGG. Friday night starting at 7 o'clock. Thinking about selling your home soon? Listen up, as this will save you big money. Charterhouse Real Estate is a full-service real estate firm that has eliminated the typical 6 or 7% commission structure that you are used to. We charge sellers $24.95 plus 3%. We know, math stinks, so think about it like this. If you were selling a $200,000 house, you would save roughly $3,500 with us versus a 6% commission. If your home is $400,000, the savings would be $9,500. The best part, you get the savings while still getting all the service. Professional photography, a short three-month contract, social media marketing, sign-in lockbox, all major real estate websites, and of course, your home will be on the MLS as well. Get it all and save money. We like the sound of that. Learn more at charterhouseiowa.com or search for us on Google. And while you're there, make sure to check out our hundreds of five-star reviews. That's charterhouseiowa.com. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Build your business. At Sinorama of Ribbondale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Ribbondale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia dash This year, it's our year. The year we win it all. This is the year the flag flies. For wins. For big games. For titles. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. These colors? uh, These colors mean everything. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Football, basketball, hockey, NASCAR, and more. Shop 3719 Southwest 9th Des Moines or heartlandflags.com. 
From the Barrel, Des Moines Whiskey Festival kicks off this year and will be taking place at the River Center in downtown Des Moines, featuring two days of food, entertainment, cigars, great causes, and of course, whiskey. Don't miss Des Moines Whiskey Festival happening November 2nd and 3rd. Tickets on sale now at dsmwhiskeyfest.com. Imagine getting HD video of all activity at your door from your smartphone. That's what Maximus Security Lights do, plus much more. Talk live with visitors from anywhere. Better than a video doorbell and so easy to install. Get Maximus Security Lights at your local Costco. Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100 Street in Urbandale and online at championsrecoveryroom.com. As Realtors, we won't stop until you own the house you've always wanted. But owning the house means owning up to what you really want. So go ahead. Own that you only want an accent wall if that accent is French. Own that you plan to eat every meal in your breakfast nook just to prove a point. Own that you don't know who this Wayne Scott fellow is, but you like what he does with paneling. It's time to own what you want. So get someone who gets what you want. Get Realtor. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. I'm so happy. Fumble. Football's back. Fire up the grill and crack open a cold one because it's time to celebrate with an approved by Joe tailgate. Hey, Joe Clemens here from Capital City Motor Company. This month, bring me your old car and score the nicer, newer ride you've been fantasizing about for just $10 down. Sack your old car and start driving a nicer, newer car of your dreams. Has the ref thrown a flag on your past credit problems? My one and only, for the people, credit approval process is the game changer you've been waiting for. We huddle up with the banks and lenders and call the audibles to get you approved and back in the game. Guaranteed. Stop driving a car you hate and pump it and drive home a nicer, newer car today for just 10 bucks down. I'm throwing a Hail Mary to make my month and I need your help. Trade in your old car and drive for just 10 bucks down. This is for a limited time, so get in here and score before the clock runs out. I'm Joe Clemens and I'm your dealer for the people. Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University. One block off I-235 on the State Fair side. Call 265-1467 or online at approvedbyjoe.com, approvedbyjoe.com, www. 